Hello, and welcome to our Brave New You podcast. I'm Meredith, and my business partner Lou will be hosting regular live events for our Brave New You tribe members, where we interview people who have achieved great things, but gone through the snakes and ladders game of fear, adversity and challenge to get there. This month, we are thrilled to have invited young entrepreneur and founder of Zone, Sol Wright, and we hope you enjoy his ups and downs and learnings as much as we did. Welcome, everybody, to um, the Brave New You Tribe uh, first meetup event. Um, and thanks to Zone, that you'll find out more about, and to me, Hotel, for hosting us here. Fantastic space, sun shining for us, and thank you all for making your way through London to, to come here and support us. Uh, you're going to learn more about Zone because, um, well, it's an innovative new co working concept. Um, and you'll find out more because we're lucky enough to have the founder, Sol Wright, who's going to uh, do a Q&A with us um, and tell us how it came about, what it is, and also the, the highs and lows of um, entrepreneurial life um, thus far on his rocket fuel journey. Uh, he's 24 and uh, there's a lot that happens up till now. Um, but anyway, we're all kind of either freelancers or creatives or small business owners, um, entrepreneurs or whatever we are. Um, we all have highs and lows. And so it's always good to hear other people's journey and realize that we're not on our own. And it's, it's always really good to, to really, really good to hear other people's lows. <laughs> so it sort of makes you feel a little bit better. So it's like, well, my low's not that bad. <laughs> Um, but it is part and parcel of the whole journey. Um, and um, before we kind of explain what these meetups are about, um, we'd like to um, give you a little bit of a spiel about who we are, um, Brave New You, that's me and Meredith, and uh, why we've started Tribe and what we hope um, you'll gain from these monthly meetups. Um, so I shall hand over to my beautiful compadre and, and partner in crime, Meredith. I've been scripted because I, I have a habit of making a very short story long. So I do apologise for reading off a script, but um, that's, that, otherwise you'll be here for hours. So yes, I'm Meredith and this is Lou. And a year and a half ago, we formed our clothing brand, Brave New You. Lou had brought out a couple of books, an illustrated gift book and a self-help book featuring drawings of the character Brave New Girl, who features on all our, all our clothes. As the brand grew and the message got out there, we realised we were also growing a band of like-minded individuals who were all trying their very best to get through difficult challenges in an increasingly complex world. So we thought, get off online and for a bit create a space where once a month we can actually meet people behind brands we love, but also people that buy from us to make a community together. I think this is really exciting because it, it galvanises everything that we're about and it gives us a way of communicating with our tribe. It allows us to talk about what our mission statement is, us to live our values and to bring people on who are living those values and working through those values themselves and you know, showing courage against uh, through adversity who are fearless but haven't been what they've managed to achieve against all the odds that's what we're about and we want to hear those stories and we, we want to be inspired by those stories and we want you to be inspired by those stories 
what we would like to do with, with Tribe is to create this, this community where we're sharing and um, helping and supporting one another. So um, my pet hate is networking events. <laughs> and, uh, um, so we thought we'd do one. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, yes, we wanted to create something that we would like coming to. And I'm an introvert, obviously Meredith is as well. Very shy. Yeah. And, uh, and what we wanted to do is build over time, um, because as we know that relationships don't happen until apparently seven meetings um, with somebody. And at that, over that, that length of time, you start to form a relationship and you start to understand what each other's about and how you can help each other. And so that's what we want here, really, is to um, be a bit softer. And we haven't got a kind of hard and fast um, format of how it's going to be. We want to see, see how it evolves, let it grow organically. Um, and, uh, but the key thing is that we are here to support. And, you know, we're in a room full of brilliant people, really interesting uh, skills and so so with this diverse set of skills and talents and you know you never know who's in the room who can help you and unless you say this is what I need this is what I'm looking for this is what I'm struggling with these are my challenges you know we're not here to kind of show off at how well we're doing we're you know everybody has kind of times when things aren't going right and we need a band of, of people that we can rely on. And, you know, particularly being a, an online brand, um, you know, we need that kind of sense of place and people and community and generosity. And so that's what we want to build with this. So please, you know, if you feel that this is your tribe, keep coming and bring other people. And, you know, it's on purpose we're creating it as a free event because we don't want that to be um, a barrier to entry. Um, so we're going to kick off with uh, the interview with um, Sol. Thanks very much to Sol for hosting us here um, at the Me Hotel as part of his um, startup zone and also for agreeing to be our first guest stroke guinea pig. <laughs> uh, we'd really like to hear all about what Zone is, um, how it came about, and also a bit about your, a lot about your journey so far, the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur. You've already managed to pack quite a lot in. So, uh, <laughs> and what's interesting is um, when people look at um, successful entrepreneurs at the sort of end of their life, they, they do it in retrospect. So the scientists say it's when they're looking at the thing, you know, because we all want to know kind of a shortcut to being successful, don't we? And uh, so they, they talk to all these um, entrepreneurs at the other end of their careers and they go, okay, so what do you think were the key things that you did that um, created your success? And they'll go, well, you know, I did this and I did this and this helped me and this helped me and that didn't help. And, but it's all very well in retrospect. So what the, um, uh, the scientists say, well, you know, actually it'd be, it's much more interesting and useful to follow people from the beginning of their entrepreneurial lives and see what mistakes they're making, what lessons they're learning. And so actually Sol's a bit of a guinea pig. He's an experiment, so we're taking notes as, as he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain the concept of Zone, what it is, and yeah. what you're trying to do with it? Yeah, so basically I founded Zone probably about 
a month ago, two months ago. So quite, it's quite early. Um, and I'd been running a business while well, I've got another business at the same time. Um, and we, we have two offices, uh, well, had two offices, got one now, um, and had this kind of, a lot of our employees were always out and about um, and kind of going to meet people, all that sort of thing, and didn't spend a whole lot of time actually in the office. Um, so I kind of thought, so we're, I'll, I'll t- tell you a bit more about my background in a minute, but um, we're now in the process of trying to find like a joint partner or, uh, or sell the previous business. Um, and so I'm, my day-to-day kind of involvement in that is, is much less than it was. Um, so I thought, well, I, I, I wasn't going to do another startup, and I was applying for jobs. Um, and then I decided to do another startup, which was, yeah, uh, I don't know if it's a good idea or not, but we'll, we'll find out. Um, and so, um, so yeah, I decided that because of this, um, why isn't there something that, that we can have that's flexible, um, that allows us to kind of go to these nice places, not kind of coffee shops, and, uh, and, and work in a nice environment, a quiet environment, with other people that are, that are also doing the same thing. Um, so I kind of, it was kind of a bit of an experiment to begin with. Um, and so I, I kind of I started it, um, registered the business, uh, told a few people about it, and, uh, and I helped one person in particular find a venue, much like today, um, called Karen and she uh, she basically then the next day uh, I didn't ask her to tell anyone um, the next day I had about 30 people sign up as members uh, so I thought oh, maybe I should actually continue with this and maybe I should carry on <laughs> carry on experimenting with this um, and and so yeah so we so so we that we're now up to 80 founding members um, we want a hundred so we've got 20 places left um, and then with this plan is to scale scale the business from there but uh, since then, I've built a team of now there's six of us. Um, f- fortunately for me and for the business, everyone's doing it uh, currently just for equity uh, for free, as well as other uh, the other things that they're doing in the day. Uh, which means I've managed to get a fantastic group of people. Uh, one of whom is here today, Tracy, who's come on board as our COO. Um, and so we've got a really a really great group of people, experienced people, doing roles that otherwise we wouldn't have been able to get people to do because we wouldn't have been able to afford them. Um, so yeah, so that's what we do, and we basically what we so the concept itself is uh, uh, using these places like we're, we're sat in today, uh, in hotels, bars, restaurants, but high-end spaces, preferably private spaces, uh, as co-working uh, areas for our members. And members pay, uh, well, currently mem- the founding members pay twenty-three pounds a month, but then it goes up to full membership, which we haven't quite decided, but between seventy-five and ninety-five pounds a month. Um, and they also get discounts in all of our venues. We try and get 30%, um, but anywhere between 20 and 30%. Uh, and then also have ex- access to events like these, which is um, the main reason behind it. And I think you, you were talking a lot about community, and that is one of the foundations of what we're trying to do, is, is build a community, and the spaces come second to that. Um, and we, we basically use those spaces as a vessel, as it were, uh, as it were to to kind of host these people that can collaborate and communicate with one another. Um, and that's what we're trying to build, and, and it's quite exciting. With anything that we do, um, but especially our businesses that we're growing from something that we're interested in, and we've got to be passionate enough about it because we're going to spe- be spending a, a lot of time doing it. I believe that it's really important to know what your key values are, your core values, and what your mission is. So it drives you through... The, the really hard challenges, which of course there are many, many, many um, brick walls and, and hurdles to, 
to jump over. And when you have your core values and, and your mission, it helps you drive on through. And so I'd be really interested to know what, what, whether you've identified those and what they are. Uh, yeah, so I'd say our core values are probably creativity, generosity, and community is an obvious one, and that, that's kind of the foundation of this, this business and the whole point of this business. Uh, generosity, and this is that whole idea of uh, encouraging people to give freely, um, and we use this term a lot um, that some people quite like, which is uh, fearless generosity. And it's about giving people things without expecting anything in return. Um, and actually, if you do that, you're, you, you will normally get a lot more in return, which is, which is quite nice, which is exactly what happened, that, that, what, as I said earlier, with, uh, with Karen when I found her a space. And the net, it basically kicked off this business. So um, it just proves that you, you, if you do give to people and you help people whenever you can, obviously don't, don't spend 100% of your time doing that, but <laughs> um, then, then you're going to get a lot in return and, and without wanting it, or without yeah, asking for it. You do want it. But. And so with those values, have you yet created a mission statement? Do you know what that uh, is? Yeah, so our mission statement is kind of, what our mission statement is. What our kind of one sentence is: uh, creatively using space to build community. So it's, as I said, the space is kind of secondary to that community aspect, um, and and we're trying to do it in a way. So using technology um, to to enhance that experience and to make that experience really really easy. Uh, so there's absolutely no barrier to entry. Um, you don't have to book your spaces. You don't have to do all this stuff. Um, and you can literally just walk in, you're a member, we'll, we'll, you'll automatically be checked in, I won't bore you with the details on it, uh, and then you'll, you'll get a notification telling you the Wi-Fi password, all that sort of thing. So everything that you kind of, when you go into a space that you need, we want to just give to you straight away, um, so that there's not that kind of um, annoying period when you're kind of settling in and you don't know where to go and you need to ask people about things. So uh, th this next question is, sort of goes over, over that, but to kind of drill down a bit more deeply. Um, so why, so I mean, there's co-working spaces all over London, everywhere. It's a, it's a hugely expanding market mm -hmm. um, because people are increasingly being uh, uh, made to work as freelancers, as well as actually wanting to jump out of the corporate world and, um, and become freelance or self-employed or, or entrepreneurs themselves. Um, and so there are these co-working spaces, um, but what problem are you solving in terms of, with, with Zone? I think the issue is there's loads of co-working spaces, you're right, but unfortunately, although they're really nice buildings and they've got free beer and free coffee, uh, it costs about £450 a month for a hot desk, so you're, just, you're, you're sat on a desk that isn't yours. You just basically go, go there, sit down on a bench every day, and you're paying £450 a month. What we're trying to do differently is kind of take that aspect, take that community aspect um, and that um, nice environment and, and make it flexible and, and affordable for people. So, uh, and so this is why we use high-end hotels mainly, um, so that we can kind of get that. They're all nicely designed. Um, they do have these areas that you can go and work in that they're not using. Um, and, and we can charge a much lower, low, lower fee to people. You want to increase the amount of hotels that you have but what's the incentive for the hotels to sign up with you? Uh, so we, so our members pay us a monthly membership fee and we, we then give 20% of that to the venues. So they're using these spaces that isn't, you can see it's quite quiet up here this morning. Um, we, we basically 
monetize that space for them. And not only do we give them that percentage um, of, of our revenue, um, but then we're bringing them new customers. So, so it's great to hear about the, the business and how it works and what you're planning with it. But uh, Meredith and I are um, doing this podcast and we're going to be interviewing people about their businesses and their journeys. And, but actually, I, when I listen to podcasts, the most interesting bit is, well, that was very interesting, <laughs> but, but what's really interesting is the, the people behind the businesses and what their, their personal journeys have been to getting where they are. And, and, we're, and as our brand is called Brave New You, it's about being brave and fearless and, and, and what you've had to um, get through to get to where you are and what you, why you have to keep persevering and, and what those, um, those challenges are that you face. And you know, when we hear about other people's, it does help us um, get through ours and to know that we're not alone. So it is very exciting what you're doing with Zone. Um, but how did you get to, to here? Yeah. Um, so Obviously, you went to university. No, no. Well, I tried. Um, <laughs> so when I was a kid, I was always wanting to be an architect. Um, and every day, I'd say to my mum and dad, I want to be an architect. I want to be an architect. I want to do this. I want to build these buildings, all that sort of stuff. Um, so I, I worked my ass off at school to actually to get into architecture school, um, and I got into the Bartlett, which is at UCL. Um, and then I arrived there, and the day, the, the first day I arrived there, I knew that it wasn't for me. I just didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't love it. Um, so anyway, so I, I, I quit uh, in the just before the third term, uh, which was good timing because it was just before we had to hand in a big project so <laughs> that you uh, hadn't done <laughs> that I hadn't done very well I'd done it but I hadn't done it very well um, so I quit that um, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do um, I'd also started another business at that time uh, in fashion uh, making bespoke jeans uh, that I was kind of I did it because I enjoyed it um, it didn't do very well at all um, but it was good fun and it kind of taught me a few things um, and things not to do obviously um, but that was only, yeah, that was a small kind of project. Uh, I then went to uh, a university called Regents University to study business because I didn't know what else to do. Um, and I really enjoyed that um, and met some really cool people there. Yeah, I did that f for a year. So I actually finished the year uh, and did do the final project. Um, and then in the summer, I came up with another business uh, called Bubble. Um, and that was a student accommodation uh, business, or is a student accommodation business, where we basically match students up with their, their houses at university. Um, and that, I started that business because all of my mates were uh, like basically complaining about this problem, and I was in getting increasingly more and more annoyed with these people complaining about their housing all the time. Um, and I had the same thing, um, and it was a nightmare. So we just decided to do it. So I quit my university, Again, again, uh, and, <laughs> and and decided maybe university isn't for me. I, instead of trying a third one, I think I'll just do this business. Um, and so we raised a bit of uh, capital to begin with from friends and family. Uh, got it off the ground. Um, it, it was it was tough at the beginning. We we had to build this product, and we'd never run a proper business before. Never built any technology before. I was the CTO, and I'd never, I probably knew probably one, one technical term it, before, before I started it. Um, so I had to learn very quick. Um, built the product, launched it, um, and it did 
really, really well in the in the kind of proof of proof of concept study um, where we yeah we, we probably got about six thousand <laughs> users in that first year, um, and people were loving it. People were yeah enjoying it. Um, so we then rolled it out, developed the product further. In fact, we rebuilt it, uh, rolled it out, and then got up to about thirty thousand users, maybe more than that. Um, and but the trouble with that business is, although we, we scaled it massively well on the student side and the product side, uh, which is kind of my area of uh, interest and expertise, we we didn't hire um, an experienced enough salesperson to, to scale it on the on the actual side that mattered, which was the customer side. Um, and we should have put a lot more resources into that side of the business instead of the user side of the business. Um, but these are things that you learn. So, so we're now in the process of basically trying to find a, a bigger business to work with that can, that can uh, uh, support the business from a sales side of things and marketing side of things. And we'll just be involved from a product side of things. When you work on a project like that for three years, and it was like, well, it's one of my babies now, um, it's, it, it's tough, especially when you haven't done it before. You, you, you do this, you're working your ass off every day for three years to try and build this product and launch this product to the market. Um, and when it doesn't go so well, then it, it's pretty demoralizing. Um, and we, but luckily, we, the support of our board, we went to the board and we said, well, we actually made a smart decision. We had, still had money in the bank, still have money in the bank. Um, and we said, look, what, we don't want to carry on burning 25 grand a month or whatever it was. Uh, on salaries and marketing um, when we, we've kind of exhausted the, the sales opportunities on the customer side. So let's, let's try and find a business. Let's, let's get rid of everyone, which was another incredibly difficult thing to do when you haven't had to fire someone in your life and sitting a whole team of people down and do them all at once. Um, th- then, yeah, so we got rid of them. Um, our team, unfortunately, although we'd built good friendships with them, uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then, and then decided just to, to plough full, full force into, um, into finding a, a buyer or a person to go into a JB with. Um, and that's going well, and people are interested because the thing is is that the, we spent a lot of time, the, one, the thing that we did do well, as I mentioned, is, is spending a lot of the time on the product development, um, and we did that uh, to, to a standard that means that people want this product um, and they can use their... their um, uh, sales teams and marketing teams to, to to grow that product much better than we than we could have, um, and and then yeah so now and now, now I started this business and I've also um, because I was applying for jobs before I decided to start a business I then got a job uh, <laughs> and I accepted the job so I start tomorrow my new job whilst running this business um, but what the what I learned from Bubble is to uh, surround yourself by the right hires. Um, and that is so important. If you are going to, if you are building a team, hiring the right people is so incredibly important. And we didn't do that well enough in our previous business. But we were all young, and uh, none of us had a load of experience doing what what we were supposed to be good at. Uh, so with this business, I've I've took the time and I've taken the last month basically to to build this team around me. Um, that that everyone has their area of expertise and everyone is completely responsible for that area. Um, so that it, it, it can run smoothly and so that it's like it's not me I don't have to d- try and do everything and that also gets incredibly messy which I did quite a lot during Bubble which is you want to be it's, if it's your baby you want to try and do every single little aspect of it um, but it's not very healthy and it's a, what's the point in hiring people if you're going to try and tell them how to do their job 
um, and try and do their job for them every time. Um, so, so that's probably the biggest thing I learned from, from that. Obviously, it's been a lot of ups and downs, yeah. a bit of a roller coaster. We'd love to know <laughs> what, your, uh, what the real lows have been. So I, I think of um, being an entrepreneur like as a game of snakes and ladders. You know, you're going up a ladder and then slithering down another snake and then clambering up another ladder and then slithering down a snake. And maybe that's what it is. And maybe it's not, you know, the, we always hear it's not about the destination, it's the journey. And there's a lot, a lot of ups and downs. Um, but what have been kind of some of the, one of the lows, some of the lows? Um, I think when we, when we had to, the, the day we had to go to the board to say, like, I, I think this is what we need to do, that was pretty tough. Um, and I started to, I'd, I'd never really had it before, um, but I started to get particularly anxious um, a lot of the time. And it, I, di I didn't know what it was and bottled it up for a bit, um, didn't really talk to anyone about it. And it, it, gets, it does get to you in the end. Um, and I think I really had to, it was at that point where I just really was questioning, it's like, well, what the fuck do I do now? Um, uh, and, and I didn't know what to do. And I, I, as I said, I was certain that I wasn't gonna do another startup because I didn't want to go through that stress again. And yeah, but it, it is a, it's a, it's a drug. punishment. Yeah, it's like, although you feel so shit on some days, it's like, it, when, when you have those highs, it's amazing. Um, and, it's, and it's worth it. But you do feel crap, and, and you're going to. Um, and I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing. That's so sort. how do you deal with your anxiety then? Uh, so now, I, I kind of... I went to an amazing talk uh, recently, um, and it was talking about community, and, and this, is, this is kind of where all of this came from the community aspect of things and they were talking about um, trying as a tool try and get get rid of something get rid of something in your life just stop it it sounds easy but just just stop it by, by do, doing something else instead um, and I was like so what I do a lot um, and because there's so many stakeholders involved and so many people involved with everything I'm doing at the moment um, I've got loads of people that, that I worry about so the, the, there's certain so especially when it comes to investors. So like friends and family have invested a significant amount of money into the business. And I'm there we're, we're having to basically tell them that we're, we're, we've stopped operations. We are, we are going to pay them back by, by selling it or going into a joint venture. But I've been worrying about that for the last six months or, or three months. Um, and that's, um, so, what, so what I've decided to do is stop worrying um, and I know it sounds, yeah, it sounds easy. But instead of worrying, I just try and do something else instead. So whether that's, if I feel like I'm worrying in the morning, then I'll go to the gym. Or if I feel like I'm worrying, I'll just do something else. I'll work on something else. I'll do a different problem or uh, do something creative or something. But just don't worry. It's just such a, it's like, it's such a waste of time. Um, <laughs> like such a waste of time. And, and I wasted so much time doing it. And when you do stop worrying, then you, it's amazing what you can do. So I stopped worrying. I decided to start a new business and decided to take a job at the same time. It's like, and I'm not worrying about it. I'll see what happens. If you don't try it, you don't know. Um, so why worry about it? And... <laughs> <laughs> here, here. Um, and, okay, so then the opposite. What's, what's been some of your best highs, your favourite highs? My best highs? Um, well, w when you when you start a business at such a young age, obviously you you don't really think it's going to work, or you do, 
um, but you, you, you're kind of like, yeah, no, it's like we're going to be millionaires and like we're going to make loads of money and all that sort of stuff, um, and it's just going to be really easy. Um, but then you quickly realise that it's not easy at all. Um, and so when we then struggled for six months at the beginning, however long it was, maybe more than that, maybe close to a year, where we weren't paying ourselves, we were kind of, I was eating egg and cress sandwiches every day uh, from Sainsbury's or Sainsbury's meal deal that was it that was good uh, and 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 not being able to go and socialise with your mates and they're all doing other jobs and making quite good money especially if they've gone into kind of finance and all that sort of thing and they're kind of splashing their cash around and all that sort of stuff um, and I can probably afford one beer a week um, and so when you then finally go and raise money or you can start paying yourself a salary or you, you get your first customer, it's, it's amazing. So that was when, we first, when we raised our first proper round of funding, we just couldn't believe it. Two 21-year-olds at the time, well, no, it was younger than that. Um, and, and, and then we did it and we were incredibly proud of ourselves. But then you, then you have to just dive. It's, it's great for like 20 minutes and, and it's a really good... And then you're like, oh shit, now we've actually got to do something with this. Um, so that was probably a really big high for us because we didn't really believe that we could do it and we did it. Um, and then getting, we got 30,000 people to download our product, which is, that, that's a lot of people. Um, and we never thought it was going to be that, that big at the start. Um, so when we, when we kind of hit that figure, we were, then we realised, actually, this is pretty cool. And I was watching my phone on the analytics and I was seeing, like, hundreds of people on it at one point and I was, I was sat in bed I was like this is cool I've built this and people that I don't know are using it um, that was probably even better than any of the money that we raised or um, anything like that our default is to dwell on the lows and to kind of beat ourselves up about the lows and to you know spend time thinking about the lows um, and then when the highs happen I think actually that's where the energy should go it's like oh yeah we did that you know and to really acknowledge that and feel like yeah, this is this is a milestone here, and and it's important that we've we've achieved up to this point. We've this is something that we've done, and to to acknowledge that and to pat yourselves on the back every time you hit those milestones, because you know they don't happen all the time. So really enjoy them when when, when they do. If you were starting out again, you know, quite often this question is asked to people who are in their 60s, and, you know, what would you say to your younger self? So what would you say to your younger self? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm in, I'm in quite, it's quite a good position to talk about this now because I am just starting out again. Um, and I think I kind of, I touched mostly on it in, when I was talking earlier, but the, 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 I, I can't say it enough getting the right people around you that is literally the one thing forget anything else if you don't have the right people around you then you're 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 in a load of trouble um and and you can't trust anyone and you and and you then you you start to question the business when it's actually not the business it's the people that you've got involved in the business making sure you've got a diverse team an incredibly talented team but people that are actually going to work for you and people that are going to like they're ambitious they're 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 kind of entrepreneurial in themselves if you hire people like that, then you're going to be you're, you're going to do well because they're everyone. They're not just doing it for the paycheck. They're doing it to kind of help grow the business, and that's what's great about this stage of our business, where we're, I've managed to get an amazing team together, uh, and everyone's doing it for free. Um, well, for equity, but in, in in essence, at the moment, that is for free because you never know how valuable the business is going to be. Um, 
and and people don't do that if they if they're doing it. They're not. Then then I know it's like well they're not doing it just to get a paycheck. They're doing it because they're really interested in this business and they believe that they can help grow the business. Otherwise, they're not going to waste their time. It's like you're, you're not going to want to come back from working all day and work on something else if you just can't if you if you're not interested in it. So yeah, I can't stress enough how important it is to get the right people around you. Looking forward. Um, and we, we all know about kind of goals and dreams and where, the importance of knowing where we're headed, that, that roadmap. Um, do you know where, where you're wanting Zone to go? Yeah, I think the, I keep on saying this as well, is that, that we want Zone to be a community of people that help each other, collaborate with each other to, to meet this kind of one goal, which, okay, might, it might be success or whatever that may be. But working together to, to help each other reach the, their kind of fullest potential. Um, and, and that's probably, if, if I can scale this to have an amazing community of thousands of people, um, then that's kind of, that's the best thing. And I, that's what I want. And I want people interacting with each other on a daily basis. And I want to see it happening. Um, and I want to be involved in the conversation. I want to, I want to challenge people. I want ch- people to challenge me. Um, and I just want to talk. I want to talk to my members. I want. I want to. Um, I want to get involved in it, and I want to be be present, um, which I don't think happens in a lot of businesses. Um, and it certainly didn't happen in the last one. We we weren't interacting with our students on a daily basis. We, but this, I've, I've spent a lot of time over the past month or so uh, meeting every single one of our members that have signed up, uh, going for coffee, and actually. Doing that has has scaled the business. We've gone to 80 people, haven't spent a single penny on marketing, haven't put a single post on Facebook, put a few posts on Instagram, but it's nothing. Not trying to promote the business, it's just showing people spaces. Um, and we've we've grown from one person to 80 people in in the space of a month, which I think is incredibly good and powerful. Because if you have this strong community, people are going to talk about it. People are going to get their, all their mates involved, um, and and then everyone's going to be working together and helping each other. So, what, what can what can be better than that? Thanks, Sol. Um, and finally, um, do you have an offering for everybody here, um, and a question? Uh, so, one and and do you have a question that you'd like them to help you with? Yeah. Um, so, my, yeah. So, the offering we've still got we've got twenty places left on the founding member uh, founding membership scheme. Um, and that's a 75% lifetime discount, so it's not just a few months. You get, you, you'll pay £23 a month for the rest of your life and get access to all of our spaces, all of our events, all of the discounts. Um, we will hopefully start doing discounts on rooms and stuff as well because we're, doing, we're actually going into hotels. Um, and abroad, staying. And abroad, exactly. But, and, and, and obviously, I'll just drop this in quickly, but the, the idea is obviously once we're at a certain point, we will have spaces all over the world. Um, and because it's quite easy to scale from that perspective, um, it means that if you're travelling, you, you, you say let's say you go to Bali or something, you go, you go there and, and you're like, okay, I need to do a bit of work. Go on our app. And there's a space that you can go and work in, a nice hotel. It's going to be the same kind of vibe as, as what, what you're used to back in, in the UK or whatever. Um, and, and you've got that freedom to, to go wherever you want but know that you've got a space to work. Um, so yeah, so sign up if you haven't already. Um, if you want to sign up, obviously, no, <laughs> don't don't do it if you don't. Um, and yeah, what would I like from you guys? Well, sign up, obviously. Uh, and and I think the most important thing is um, get other people involved, but get people involved that are actually going to kind of want to want to help people, want to collaborate with people, want to work with people, um, because. 
as I say, it's like if you have a strong community, then everyone's going to benefit from it. And I don't want people that are, well, I'm not going to discriminate, but I'd prefer to have people involved that are going to interact with the community and, and get stuck in. Um, obviously, you don't have to, but that, that's, that's kind of what I, I'd want to happen. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sol. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, Sol. We really appreciate you sharing your insights and journeys so far and for being so open and honest about your experiences. Thank you also to everyone who attended the event. And if you enjoyed the podcast and would like to attend our events, please sign up for Tribe on our website. Thank you for listening and please review and subscribe to Brave New You Podcasts on your favourite podcast provider. We're Meredith and Lou and we hope you'll tune in next time or see you at our live events. Bye for now.